0: Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Tanya Thomas about why we should delegate, what signs to look for to know when it's time to delegate, and why it is so difficult to delegate well. Tanya Thomas, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I'm excited to have a conversation with you today. Uh, we're going to be focusing on the why, the how, and the when to delegate and how to do it effectively. Uh, and I'm excited about this topic because I think while it's it's something that we have heard a lot about and we probably all think a bit about. I inevitably see managers and leaders doing this rather poorly. And so I think there's a lot of opportunity to fine tune our approach as we try to work with people in our teams. As we get started, I wanted to share Tanya's bio with everybody. Tanya Thomas is the founder of Team Delegate, a provider of elite virtual executive assistant support to seasoned executives turned small business owners. Team Delegate's highly trained executive uh VAs provide comprehensive administrative support that helps time starve CEOs to double their productivity so they can triple their earnings. Tanya has been featured in national media, including entrepreneur and in black enterprise. She has spoken at women's business events as well as been invited as a guest on podcasts. Her company has provided executive virtual assistant support to entrepreneurs and small business owners for over 20 years, helping CEOs grow their teams from one employee to 50, lead multi-million dollar revenue growth, and freeing up their time to oversee major expansion projects. Tanya resides in Dallas, Texas with her husband and two sons. In her spare time, she enjoys walking, reading, and watching her favorite television show shows and movies. Uh, that's wonderful. I also love uh, movies and TV. And uh, that's a fun little kind of pastime and opportunity to decompress at the end of a long day. And yes. it's, it really truly is a pleasure to have you. Uh, I, I am excited to learn more about um, your perspective on this topic. Before we launch into the conversation, anything uh, that you would like to share with listeners by way of your personal background or context?
1: Sure, I can add a little bit more to that. Um, Having been in business for over 20 years, um, I've seen a lot, heard a lot as it relates to delegating. And it's just become my passion to help business owners learn to do it more effectively because I I know the power of it and what it can do
0: to help their companies grow. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And it really is an under-leveraged skill, I think. Um, I I think probably most leaders think they're good at delegating, Mm -hmm. uh, but in, in actuality, it seems like many uh, are not particularly good at it. (laughs) um, And, and, and to your point uh, about, you know, really what your business does, it's about allowing ourselves as leaders to focus on those most important tasks and responsibilities, those strategic big picture vision areas uh, that are so important, and and there's so much of the other stuff that we can let go of. And sometimes it's a controlling issue that we don't want to let go of control and empower other people. Sometimes you know we don't feel like others can do it as well as we can do. Sometimes it's just our comfort zone, and we we like having tasks that probably aren't um, you know really what we should be spending our time on, uh, but. But we just like doing them, so we, do, we continue to do them, even though we should just really get someone else to do it for us. Uh, and so for a variety of reasons, I think we just tend to not delegate or, or maximize that uh, as we go about our days. So let's start about the why. Uh, establish the business case for why delegation is so important. What do you tell um, business leaders when you're reaching out and talking to them about this topic? Why is it so important that they delegate?
1: Sure. Um, It's important because as you were alluding to just a minute ago, you really need that time to be able to think because a lot of times you can get so caught up working in the business that you don't work on it and it becomes stale and bottlenecked. Um, even for someone who's not scaling and you're a solo entrepreneur, you still need to have that time to work on your business and still be able to think about different ways that you want to bring in additional revenue streams or anything like that. So, those are the the why it's important. And then the other um, reason why it's important is because you can, it can also lead to burnout. You know, if, you, if you're trying to do everything yourself, Um, you can head down that road too. So those are the reasons why I always tell people that I think that it's important that you do it just to recap so that you don't, it doesn't lead to burnout. And then also you want to think strategically about your business and how you can help it stay afloat and grow.
0: Yeah. And, and I'm glad that you brought up the burnout piece because we do have limits to our, our ongoing capacities. And if we're trying to have a sustainable, you know, approach in our energy, and our effort, and our attention. Uh, there's only so much we can do. So we surround ourselves with good people, and then it's only as we lean on them and delegate and empower them to do good work uh, that we're going to be able to create a sustainable work environment where everyone can thrive. And if we're right. ho- if we're hoarding uh, tasks and activities and power, whether it's because that's our intention or not, eventually we are going to, um, hit our limit, uh, and, and things will fall through the cracks. And, and even if we think we're better at it than the person who's helping us, you know, if, if we miss things, if, if we're not attentive enough to specific details, uh, we can actually, actually end up shooting ourselves in the foot and inadvertently really hurting not only ourselves, our own career, but the business and those that depend on us as a leader. So for so many reasons, like avoid burnout, practice self-care and and be productive. And that requires us to delegate, which is good for us. It's good for the business. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit more now about uh, though the how, how do we go about delegating effectively? And what are some of the roadblocks or, or some of the pitfalls that you see people falling into?
1: Good question. So, a lot of people don't really know how, and I talked to to people all the time and they know that they need to do it so they've reached that point but then it's like okay where do I begin how do I how do I do this I don't even know what to give so what I always like to tell people if they're wondering you know how to start you know what you can give is the the simple thing is just to keep track of what you're doing so you may take a week or two and have a something on your desk a notebook or something and as you're doing things just stay cognizant of what you're doing and think, is this something that I should actually be spending my time on? And if, you know, if it's not, write it down and you build that list. And then, you know, you want to go back afterwards and determine whether or not that's a, a do it or a delegate it or delete it, dump it, even get rid of it. So that's how, to start from the beginning of doing that. And then a lot of times people, even once they have that, it's like, okay, but I'm nervous about giving anybody anything. So then the next thing is, you know, start small, start with something that you are comfortable with handing over to someone else that you it's going to help you but it's not something that it's it's so impactful maybe that's dealing with clients or something like that but something that can be done behind the scenes that they can do start there start small build that helps build that level of trust um, by doing that and then the other thing is communication you want to be whoever you're, you're working with and delegating to, you want to build that relationship, but then that helps with the trust too. You know so stay in communication. In my world, it's virtual. so obviously they can't see the person. So have your virtual meetings by video, meet at least weekly, a little bit more in the beginning if you can. And that helps break down that barrier also.
0: Yeah, those are great tips. And I think you really hit the nail on the head uh, when you talk about trust and building trust over time with your people. Uh, Business is about relationships, business with customers, other key stakeholders, and relationships with our people. And if we want to be effective in our delegation, we have to have mutual accountability and trust between between ourselves and those on our team. Uh, They have to know that uh, when, when they are delegated a task, they have to know that they're really going to um, have the trust of their manager, or their leader, to carry it out. That they'll be empowered and supported to do the work that's necessary uh, to accomplish and achieve. You know, related to that task, uh, I've seen many times in the past where leaders, probably good, well-intentioned leaders, but where they they delegate something. But then because of their micromanaging approach or because of the way they communicate with their people, um, you know, there's not a lot of trust developed. And the person who has been delegated to, they've learned over time that no matter what they do, the boss is just going to come in and redo everything they did anyways. And when that kind of a dynamic exists, what ends up happening is your people put in a minimum level of effort when something's delegated to them because why even try? Why even put forth the effort uh, to, to really do great work when your boss doesn't value your work, they don't believe in you, they don't trust you, they don't support or empower you, and ultimately they're just going to micromanage you and redo everything they asked you to do in the first place. Um, That's a toxic environment. I've seen it so many times in different organizations. Um, So that's trust on the end of, you know, your your people need to trust you. And of course, you need as the leader to develop trust in your people so that you can over time feel more and more comfortable uh, handing off more and more complex tasks and activities uh, to your people. So the responsibilities that you share are meaningful opportunities, not just busy work, not just you know, some low level type of thing that you don't want to be bothered with. Um, while it's certainly appropriate, you know, for, for an organizational leader to not get into the weeds and, and do um, the grimy work that needs to get done in, in the business, it's also a really great way to, to build rapport and trust with your people if you're seen at least as someone who's willing to on occasion Roll up your sleeves and work alongside them, and and support them, and mentor and coach them, and that no that you're not too good for any work that needs to get done, especially when it's an all hands on deck kind of a situation. So we need to find that balance between, you know, being supportive but not micromanaging, being willing to roll up our sleeves and get to work, even on the crummy work that needs to be done while most of the time delegating things so you can focus on the highest priorities of the business. And I'm not sure there's like an easy answer to that. And ultimately, it comes down to the dynamics of your team and and the particulars of what you're trying to accomplish as an organization. But if we can stay, you know, aware of that, if we can acknowledge it and stay attuned to that delicate balance that we have to strike and that we in, in my mind, probably err, if we're ever going to err, err on the side of leaning into delegation and empowering and, and, and trusting and, and giving opportunities for your people to grow and develop. Um, if that's the, the, the context and the, the environment that we create in the workplace, it's going to be a much improved environment and opportunity for our people to thrive.
1: Right. And I totally agree. And if if someone is doing the micromanaging, obviously, they're not getting the benefit from the delegating either. They're not going to reap the benefits because it's, it's still like they're so involved, they're still actually doing it so there's not going to be that extra time to be able to focus on the higher level things because you're still in the midst of doing what you were doing before so that was a good point that you you brought up and it is it's hard sometimes for some people to to let go um that's that's just a, a tough thing but you, they've got to decide what's the most important because um, I even, you know, even dealing with that myself, sometimes, you know, you have to think, okay, but yeah, in the end, what's the most important thing for me to focus my time here or stay here trying to make sure and and micromanage this piece over here, and it's not going to let me get to my end goal of what I'm trying to accomplish. So that's what you just have to keep in the forefront of your mind to be able to
0: not Let go like you should. Yeah, absolutely. And so let's talk a little bit more about the when of delegating. It's kind of come up in what we've already talked about, Um, but I I think there is a time and a place when delegation, you know, is more appropriate. Uh, Again, I think kind of our both of our defaults is, um, you know, delegation is important. We should probably be delegating more, Uh, but there's probably a time and a place where we shouldn't be as quick to, to delegate. And then there's other times where we should definitely lean into it and, and do it more proactively.
1: Correct. And so a lot of times I'll hear people to say, you know, I don't, you know, when is a good time for me to do it? I don't know, you know, when I should start doing it. So some of the signs to, to look for is definitely you're getting to the end of the day and your to-do list hasn't gone down that much. You have things that you want to, goals and things that you want to accomplish and specifically maybe a task or a project or an additional revenue stream or something that you're trying to do for your business, but that's been on the back burner for quite some time because you don't have time to get to it. That's another sign there. The feeling of being overwhelmed that you just have so much going on that you can barely think or you're wanting to grow your business you're wanting to be able to bring on more clients but you don't see that you have the bandwidth to do it those are some signs that it's time for you to delegate that's a good time for you to start thinking about it that you're ready to do it because having that extra time of course there's 24 hours in the day we can't work all those times, but if you're working seven, eight hours a day, then you can have someone else come in and help and that's going to double your productivity. So thinking about it along those lines too, but those are definitely signs to look for that it's time for you to delegate.
0: Excellent. I, I think those are really astute points. And, and ultimately it comes back to um, finding balance that's right for you within your style um, and within your team and your organization. We don't want to dump all of our stuff onto other people and I've seen that happen too where a a manager, a leader, an executive um, kind of just shoves all of their work onto other people so that they, um, not so they free up their time so they can focus on more strategic stuff, but so they can free up their time to not work (laughs) and then go golf more or whatever. So clearly that's not appropriate. Um, Clearly uh, we, we want to um, provide stretch opportunities for our people by delegating in meaningful ways and giving them an opportunity to, to show what they can do and over time develop a rapport with them and a trust with them um, so that we can, you know, lean on them, even more heavily in the future and and help them develop for their next stage in their career. And sometimes, you know, we're in crisis mode. And, and at that point in time, like we need to be ready, you know, the all hands on deck moments, we need to be ready to roll up our sleeves and dig in and work right alongside our people, even on the more tedious stuff that maybe normally we wouldn't be doing. Um, But most of the time, Uh, it really is a good idea that we need to lean more on our people and we need to leverage their capabilities and trust in them um, that they're going to be able to produce and contribute in meaningful ways. And that's going to help us just be so much more productive uh, in how we spend our time and what we're able to accomplish. Well, Tanya, it has been a real pleasure talking with you today. The time has flown by and uh, we're about to the end of the, the episode. But before we close, I wanted to give you a chance to share with listeners how they can get connected with you, find out more about um, your your company and how you can assist them, and then give us the final word on the topic for today.
1: Okay, sure. I um, I also have a podcast called Unbottleneck Your Business. So that's one way to um, hear more from me. You can also visit our website at teamdelegate.com forward slash downloads, and we have some great resources there as it relates to delegating. Um, I'm also active on LinkedIn, so you can find me there, Tanya Thomas. And our company, again, we work with um, business owners to help them be able to work in their zone of genius, safeguard their thinking time and expand their business. And we do that by providing executive virtual assistance, which is remote administrative support. And just to wrap things up here, this has been a fantastic um, conversation. And I do believe that the power of delegating really helps people grow their time and have more time to 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 work in their zone of genius and do what they love and grow and expand their business. And also from a personal standpoint, have more time with family, if that's what you'd like to do, to keep from burning both ends of the candle as well. So keeping that in mind as you think about, and for me, I work a lot with small business owners and entrepreneurs. So if that's you in that role, you strongly want to consider how you delegate when you do it, just make sure that there, that you do it effectively. There is um, the right and wrong way to do it. So you want to make sure that you plan for it also and not just diving in without a plan because that's a quick way to fail at it. So have that plan in place for how you're going
0: to do it. So that's what I have to share. Thank you so much. I love the whole idea around the zone of genius let's tap into that. Let's be more effective delegators. Uh, I encourage listeners to reach out, get connected with Tanya, uh, find out more about what she can do for you. And as always, I hope everyone can stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. And I hope you all have a great week.